I'm super glad that Pastor Mike explained the gifts of the kings because there certainly is historical and biblical um, metaphorical allusion to God's grace that's come to us in Christ in those gifts. And uh, Christmas time uh, for us uh, provides for us many opportunities to um, talk about why Jesus came. And just like those gifts describe, uh, gifts for a king and uh, also uh, gifts for a newborn babe who was born to die. Uh, it's great joy, but quite sobering at the same time, isn't it? I was in a, a young man's home uh, late this morning. It's a, it's a boy, uh, a guy, a football player that one of my sons plays football with, and, and um, he had gone through a difficult time in his life, and we've been ministering to them. And, and I was able to use uh, the birth of Christ and the story of why he came today uh, to, to lead him to Christ today. And so about 11.30 this morning, uh, 17-year-old young man, um, rugged, tough football player, uh, opened up his heart to Christ. And uh, it's a wonderful thing to, to, even though in one of life's most difficult times for that young man, uh, God's grace was able to encourage his heart and open his heart to trust Christ as his Savior. And that's certainly uh, why we're here tonight. If you're here tonight and you know a lot about Jesus in your head, but you've never surrendered your heart to him, uh, what a wonderful opportunity uh, we have tonight to do that. So that you might truly understand um, the Christmas carols that we're actually singing. Um, and you might know not just peace, on earth that man tries to achieve, but, but literal peace in your own heart. Uh, you might know what true joy is uh, in your heart. Anyways, for the next several years, we're going to experience Christmas around the world through our guest speakers. And we're going to do that via live stream from different missionaries around the world. So tonight, our Christmas devotional is going to be brought to us from Argentina. And I had asked uh, quite a few missionaries who might be available from Ireland to Germany to South America, uh, Asia, and we had a few time zone issues. <laughs> so this was the closest time zone we could come for this year. So they're two hours ahead of us. So, Pastor James Greenwood from uh, the Buenos Aires, Argentina area. Uh, Pilar is the city in which their church planters, uh, they're with us, and he's going to give us our live stream, and, and we're just going to pray that, that there's no technical difficulties. And if there is, we're going to go from this uh, opportunity technologically to... Uh, WhatsApp on my phone. So we're going to get him back up on the screen and we're going to do this one way or the other. So Pastor Greenwood, thank you for being with us. I don't think you told your children, so hopefully this is a surprise to your kids as well. And uh, is Lauren and, Lauren and Jaden here tonight? I see Jaden. She had no idea. You had no idea? Good. Did you, Jaden? Why don't you both stand? All right. These kids were, are here serving the Lord. Their parents dropped them off this summer and left them forever. And 
I thought it'd be a nice surprise for you guys to hear a sermon from your dad tonight. So, uh, Pastor James Greenwood from Argentina, our first Christmas devotional from around the world. All right, Pastor James. All right. Can you folks hear me this evening? Wave your hands if you can hear me. All right. Okay, we have a little bit of a delay, and so I will try to speak slowly and clearly. Hopefully you guys can hear me. Uh, hello from Argentina and a warm Buenos Aires. We uh, are experiencing about 36 degrees right now, uh, but that's Celsius. So that puts us around 86 Fahrenheit. So uh, don't be jealous or anything. Just come and visit if you want. Pastor asked me to share with you a Christmas devotional, and I'd like to encourage you to accompany me in Luke chapter 2, if you have your Bibles with you. I'm going to be reading verses 8 through 20. And we're going to focus more on the section that has to do with the example of the shepherds in Bethlehem. We all know this story quite well, and we've all heard it many times before. But I just want to try to encourage your hearts this evening with a passage that we all love dearly. And I hope that maybe we can make some application during this holiday season time. In Luke chapter 2, verse 8 begins and says, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. The angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a host, a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven. The shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. When they had seen it, they made known abroad the same which was told them concerning this child. And all that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. I find it fascinating that in the same fields where Ruth gleaned behind the servants of Boaz, and where David was called as a young shepherd boy from keeping his father's sheep, 
in order to be anointed the king of Israel, that the very first people to hear the good news that our Savior had been born were simple shepherds. One of the things that we don't realize in our modern day is that by the time of Jesus' birth, shepherds in Israel were considered vile individuals. In fact, they were not considered trustworthy enough in order to be able to give testimony in a court of law. They would oftentimes travel the countryside with their flocks and as a result would often uh, gather up any loose animals that they happened to come upon and add them to their flocks. And so this was considered an affront to most people. Not only this, but because they were caring for sheep and it was a duty that required them to be with the sheep every day, they missed out on the opportunity to be involved in the worship in the temple. And so thereby, they were considered uh, lower class individuals. Well, to these individuals comes an incredible word. They are astonished to come in contact with angelic beings that appear to them to bring them good news. Good news that terrified them. These guys were afraid. But the first words out of the angel's mouth are, do not be afraid. I find that very encouraging at this time of year. Many of you are at church this evening, enjoying the fellowship of other Christians. Because you know that this might be the last moment of joy that you're going to face in this Christmas season. You know that you will leave here and you will go off to be with other individuals, many of whom do not know the Lord and do not have the joy of Christmas in their hearts. And you know that this family time is a true joyful time. And I would say to that, don't be afraid. There is nothing to fear at Christmas time. In spite of the fact that our relationships many times are very difficult and strained in family, this is a wonderful time to share the joy and the peace that we have in our hearts as a result of the gift of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Their message that they received from the angel was full of hope and joy. That same night, God chose to use the foolish things of the world to confound or shame the wise. The angels explained to them that in the same city close by where they kept their flocks, that they would find a place where the Savior had been born. But in a very distinct fashion from whatever kind of earthly king, they were going to find him wrapped in swaddling cloths or swaddling clothes. This is something that would have been very familiar to the shepherds. It was a practice of theirs to wrap recently born lambs in swaddling clothes in order to protect them in the first hours after their birth. It was also the practice of the poor to wrap their babies this way. But even unlike the poor, 
Jesus was going to be found not only wrapped in these swaddling clothes, but he was going to be found lying in a manger, something that most poor could avoid. So, after hearing these news, uh, this news, they, these noblest creatures that God had ever created could no longer hide their own marvel at these events where God became a man and took on flesh. There appeared in the sky a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. The angels left and in spite of the unexpected news, the shepherds were not disobedient to the heavenly vision they received. They left their sheep in order to go to Bethlehem in order to confirm this startling message. The thing that I see here in verse 15 is how the shepherds received by faith the message that they had been given. They heard something that made no sense and they chose to believe it. One of the most interesting things about the Christian faith is that faith literally is the ability to see things that the eye cannot perceive. We must walk by faith in order to please Him who has saved us. And as these men walked by faith, they literally were able to confirm what God had told them before they even saw it. They responded immediately with the reality, in spite of the reality that occurred around them. They said, let us go now even unto Bethlehem. I think it's fascinating that so many times we hear what God wants from our lives, and He tells us what He wants us to do, and yet we're so afraid to trust to do exactly what he's called us to do. At this holiday season, I would encourage you to do what he's called you to do. Share the good news that Christ has come in the flesh. And then to help others to understand how to live out that faith in their own lives. These men believe the message truly came from God. They said, let's go see what God has made known unto us. I would encourage you to take from this a very valuable lesson. Don't doubt the veracity of the message, especially when it comes from God's messengers. As we sit and listen to our mentors share God's word with us, as we sit and listen to our pastors and our spiritual leaders, we should act by faith immediately. Let us take the same call as they did, that God has given us a message and we must respond by faith. If we walk by faith, we will please God this holiday season. The shepherds sought until they found what they were looking for. Verse 16 says, They came with haste, found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. They hurried to verify the message that they had received. They went directly to Bethlehem. They did not wander around looking for a better place to find a Savior. They literally went where God had indicated, and they were rewarded for their obedience. I believe that if you and I would be obedient this holiday season in going out and not looking for some personal benefit from this Christmas 
we would actually have the opportunity to rejoice in and bring honor to our Savior's name as we go immediately to where he has called us to. The shepherds began a search that ended with the discovery of the child. Their faith was rewarded. And when they found that child, not only was their faith rewarded, but they shared the good news that they had received. I believe that many of us have the opportunity to share with coworkers, with loved ones, with uh, those that are friends of ours that yet do not know Christ about the love that he has brought into our lives through the hope of his coming. They spoke the things that heard concerning the child in verses 17 through 19. They told Mary first, and she kept these sayings in her heart as they explained how they had discovered what kind of child this truly was. I see in this a unique picture of evangelism as these men were the first to share the good news of the coming of the Messiah. They shared it openly. They shared it, it the Bible says in verse 20, uh, I'm sorry, verse 18, in verse 17 actually, that when they had seen it, they made known abroad the same which was told them concerning this child. They told anybody who would listen, and they shared it willingly, proclaiming with courage in this time of year is something that many of us need to take as an example. They glorified God and enjoyed the changes that were brought about in their lives. Verse 20 says, the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Sure, they returned to the same fields, but they returned changed men who were going to spend the rest of their lives sharing this great message. As you approach the holiday season, I would encourage you to approach it with happy hearts. You see, we have hope. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. And because of that hope, we should be the ones who are giving as opposed to only looking to receive or even looking to exchange gifts. I would encourage you that God desires private creatures in this holiday season as much as he wants public pastors. And you could be that person for someone this holiday season. What a joy to hear the testimony of pastor as he shares that just this morning, a young man came to know Christ as a result of much witnessing. We must believe without reservation. Act without delay. And wait for nothing when the path before us is clearly indicated. So my challenge to you this evening is to enjoy this Christmas season. To enjoy it based on the fact that our faith is what sets us apart from many of those that are around us. That it is our opportunity to share that faith that brings glory and honor to our Lord as we openly and freely share the message that is for all those who would believe. And then I would also encourage you to follow the leading of our Lord through his word this holiday season. Don't be afraid to go to your unsafe family members' homes and speak to them again the words that they've already heard. You never know. This might be just that Christmas where they share the message and hope of the coming Savior. Now, I'm going to stop there, and I'm going to say Merry Christmas to all of you. 
God bless you. And I hope that you enjoy this Christmas as much as you have enjoyed any other Christmas in your life. I also want to say hello to all of my friends there. And I also want to say hello to my children. We love you very much. We miss you. But we know that you're in a great place. The place of God's leading in your lives. God bless you. Don't go away, James. Are you there? Can I'm you there. hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. Can you go meet your wife? I can hear you. <laughs> my wife? Yes, I can get my wife. We're going to wait till your wife gets here. Go away. You're okay, all right. Okay, just a second. Hey, Lauren, Jaden, go. <laughs> what? Was she in the closet? <laughs> Was she? Were you? Were you hiding in the closet? No, she was out. Where I'm in the church office, and she was outside in the auditorium. It looked like you came out of a closet. Lauren, Jaden, go back in front of the camera and say hi to your mom and dad real quick. Go ahead. You know where people were walking up and down the aisle, we could see them? Go right back there and say hi real quick. All right, thanks for your patience. They haven't seen their folks for a little while. Go ahead, Jaden, blow him a kiss. Come on. Don't get all manly on us now. Hey, all right. All right, good. You're welcome to stay with us. We're going to sing a carol here real quick, and then we gather around the auditorium and dim the lights and light candles and sing Silent Night. So you're welcome to stay as long as you'd like, uh, but if you need to go, we understand as well, okay? okay.